Welcome to the Limitless Health Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Tracy Hill. And I'm Jessica Midkiff, doctors of physical therapy and certified master neuro coaches. We have the unique system that puts an end to the start-stop cycle of your health by blending body and brain science to create sustainable, simple success in your body. Our goal is to help you put an end to the frustration and overwhelm in your health with a brain-based system that will transform your body and overall health one thought at a time. Here we go. Hello. Welcome to the Limitless Health Podcast. Today, we're excited. We're excited to talk to you about sleep. Yay. I would like more sleep. Tired? (laughs) All the time. That's a whole other podcast. (laughs) I I love sleep. I treasure sleep. And here's what we want to share with you today, though. Like, okay, you, we're going to give you some reasons that sleep is important, but you already know that sleep is important for you. Um, but we want to just get a little bit deeper on why it's important. Why does it matter? But then also help you to find ways to be successful with it ultimately, because again, you know, it's good for you, but how many people are struggling to sleep, struggling to stay asleep? Um, yeah. Or just, you oh. just can't figure it out to how to get to bed on time or whatever it is. So yeah, let's dig in. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking of just evaluating patients in the clinic and in the intake almost, I mean, I'm saying a high percentage, 75, if not more percent of people are struggling in the arena of sleep. Like, wow. oh, I wake it, you know, I mean, sometimes it's pain induced, like whatever it is that they're coming into the clinic for is irritable mm-hmm. enough. And it keeps them that they're restless and they're not getting good sleep. Um, but a lot of people, you know, will tag on and go, but I'm not a good sleeper anyway. I've never been a good sleeper and I get up every three hours or it's hard for me to settle in. And then I only stay asleep with so many hours. And man, there are so many potential contributing factors to why this exists in a lot of our people. Um, I mean, I'm just, you know, giving a sample size, a small sample size because I'm in the clinic and I'm listening to people, but man, I'll bet you, if you started talking to people around you and like, how do you sleep? Um, you would probably hear more stories about people not sleeping well, getting up multiple times for various reasons or not being mm-hmm. able to fall asleep or waking up early because their brain's all busy and you know, da 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 da. So yeah. I mean, not poo-pooing the word sleep, like, oh yeah, here we go. Like, so is drinking water is important and exercising is important and eating right is important. And oh, yep, sleep is right up there. But we just want to give you a little more insight uh, to why that is, like why, why sleep is so important to us. And, and maybe something will resonate and it'll just, you know, move you towards like, oh, sleep has more value to me now after, after getting some more information about it. Absolutely. Um, So when we were doing some digging and some research and just learning more about the value of sleep, I found this so fascinating. You know, we're, we're in this COVID world. I don't know, post, pre, whatever, whatever. Our world is different because of COVID, whatever spectrum of COVID we're in. Um, And so I think more people are in tune about this Mm -hmm. idea of I don't want to get sick. How do I help protect myself from getting sick? This is a real thing that's at top of mind. And so when we were like looking more about, okay, well, what does sleep have to do with this? I thought it was just so fascinating to see how 
people who don't get enough sleep or get quality sleep, they are more likely to get sick when Mm -hmm. being exposed to any sort of virus, you know, something floating around from someone. And when we sleep, the immune system's job is to start releasing some of these good inflammatory responses. So these Mm -hmm. basically these protective responses, we want to lower the amount of inflammation in our body. The higher the inflammation in your body is, the more susceptible you are to sickness or injury. And so what lack of sleep does is it increases the inflammatory cytokines. So we've heard this COVID cytokine storm. Okay. So when you've got lack of sleep, you have this increased rush of these inflammatory storms. And now you are more susceptible to getting sick or, or maybe the sickness being worse or more prolonged because of that inflammation in your body that sleep should help calm the inflammation in your body. I thought that was fascinating. It's super fascinating. I mean, sleep helps every system, every cell in our body to go through a process of uh, repair, regenerating, and basically energetically rebooting. So, you know, at the most physiologic level, sleep is very important for every cell in your body to have recovery time and doing what it needs to do. When Tracy's talking about this, this system in our body, our immune system, sleep is so important because it enables the immune system to be more efficient and effective at protecting our bodies from junk and gunk and all the things that are stressors to our body that can make us sick. And I think that is super powerful. And mm-hmm. what was the statistic? We are, we're at what chance, like a higher um, chance of? Okay. So for, let me make sure I read this right, because it's really good for every hour Every hour of increased sleep is associated with a 12% lower odds of contracting an illness and sleep deprived individuals. So people who are sleeping less than six hours a night are 11 times more, 11 times less likely to be protected by even a vaccine or medication. So now I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not only does just an hour of sleep, lower my odds of getting sick. Less than six hours of sleep are, are decreasing your ability to even to be protected by your med. So for your medication to be effective, for your vaccine to be effective. And that I'm like, wow, you know, with the big boost to get your medications, get your vaccine. Mm-hmm. That's great, but is anyone talking to you about, but sleep is going to allow this medication, this thing be more effective? I've never heard that. And I think that's that's a really good piece of information that like, okay, if we are living in this world, if I don't want to get sick, let's at least set people up to make an informed decision of, okay, well, how else can I help protect myself? And wow. Yeah. Nobody's talking sleep because that doesn't cost any money folks, <laughs> but don't get, <laughs> <laughs> don't get us started. Don't get us started. So that could okay, be so another day. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, we talk about like the the sleep, uh, honoring our body's ability, like at the cellular level to repair, regenerate, reboot. Um, the immune system, 70, at least 70% of our immune system cells live in our digestive tract. And so our digestive system is another system that it highly benefits from sleep. We've got I mean, your digestive tract does a lot of work during the day. You get up, you start putting drink and food, and it's got to process it from top to bottom. And you've got, you know, in the certain area of your intestinal tract, you've got all this called your gut microbiome, which is different um, variations of bacteria that are supposed to be there that help you glean nutrients and help you break down your food and all the good stuff. And so it's working hard all day long. And so at night, in an ideal world, guys, uh, well, during sleep, when we sleep, our, our digestive tract starts to get rest and recovery. But um, ideally, our digestive tract should have 12 hours of total rest, rest from processing any liquid, rest from processing any food. And oh. um, yeah, because it takes that long for it to basically something that you put in your mouth moving through the system 12 to, to come out the other end, like it's kind of a 12 hour process for that. And so, you know, that's what they're saying. Um, I heard this from, um, a functional medicine doc on a podcast about like in an ideal world, you have minimum of 12 hours of rest and recovery, digestive rest and recovery to really help set up not only your digestive tract, but then, like I said, your immune system lives in that space too. So mm. you're like, double benefiting. And then hormones are produced in the digestive tract hormones that, you know, signal hunger and tell you when you're full. And like, so there's a lot of hormone production that takes place in the, in the digestive tract too, in the gut lining. Yeah. So if there's multiple, multiple systems that are, are impacted hugely by rest, by sleep. Yeah. Um, well, okay. You, that got me thinking because I was also thinking, okay, let's help people set themselves up for, okay, how do I at least sleep better? Um, and one of the things is definitely to limit your food intake yeah. for at least two hours before you go to bed. So no food two hours before bed. And so then, so what you just said, that helps like that helps my brain of saying, okay, no food. I'm going to start my digestive rest and then I don't have to be working as hard to be digesting, actively digesting. And now I yeah. can lay my head down better and I can sleep better. Yeah. And so not and only are you going to be getting better sleep by limiting the food two hours before bed, you're going to be getting better sleep, but you're going to be allowing that digestive process to do its thing and to rest better. And then again, we go back to the immune system and the healing and helping everything not go haywire in our body. That's, that's huge. It is huge. But I think, you know, personally from my life example, um, I, it was last fall when I heard this podcast and they were talking about the 12 hour window and we've all heard this term about, um, Oh guys, I can't even think of what I'm saying. What am I saying? Fasting, intermittent 40. fasting, <laughs> intermittent fasting, you know, and and there's, there's science behind why it's become a, a bigger, a bigger thing in the health and, you know, weight loss world. Um, but it made me think about my life. And 
we have kids that are in club soccer and we're not getting home until eight, anywhere from 8.30 to 9.30. And my kids are hungry, right? I mean, you try and feed them before you leave, but then it's four hours later and they've worked out for two hours. And now, you know, so, you know, I, I think in a lot of our, our households, we've got, our society is just so different. We, we have activities going on all day long and into the nights. And it, and so it's disrupting kind of not only our eating, it, our eating patterns, but our also sleep patterns. And they kind of go hand in hand. And so I was, I was, I like took a look at like, oh shoot, you know what? When I come home, I am hungry. Um, and I might have a couple bites of something now, not a full meal, but then I evaluated, do I really need to have those couple bites or just because everybody else is eating that I feel like I should too. And so I stopped doing that and tried to have my last food intake before we left for soccer. And after I got into that routine, oh my gosh, my, my digestive function, um, kind of that later in the day bloat or waking up in the morning, kind of just kind of full or bloaty was absolutely gone. And I, oh, wow. it, yeah, it, it has a lot do to you do. It has to have a lot. Have to you do been sleeping whole, better? I can't say that I've been sleeping better because I don't have a problem. Once I fall asleep and guys, I can fall asleep at the drop of a hat <laughs> and then I stay asleep. Right. Okay. Um, my problem, my problem is waking up. So, it, but that's not, that's, that's a no whole other process podcast. Right. But so anyway, that 12 hours of digestive rest, I have found mm -hmm. practically to be very important for me, but I know that our households and our lifestyles set us up to like not think about it. And what do we do first thing when we wake up? Like we're hitting the ground running, we're maybe grabbing something for breakfast because that's what you do. And so, right. you know, I would invite anyone listening to this, like, hey, just pay attention. When is the last thing that you put into your body other than water? And then when do you first put something into your body the next day? And if it's not 12 hours, um, I encourage you to at least try and figure out the 12 hour thing and then see how you yeah. feel after a week of doing it. Yeah. I would say at least 10 at least 10 hours and totally just evaluate. Do I feel any different? Is my sleep any different? Is my energy is any different? Is my bloat any different? Yeah. Okay. So how else, why else is sleep important? You know, as, as physical therapists, you know, and you mentioned this in the beginning about all the pe people you've been treating who are talking about being deprived of sleep. Well, sleep also plays into the healing and restoring of our musculoskeletal system. Yeah. And so if you are someone who's just chronically in pain and aches and irritations in your body, again, it's time to evaluate how am I sleeping? Is my body even allowing myself to restore? Or this is one I see a lot is, and I've definitely experienced this on a personal level is the, I slept like garbage last night. And then, but I still got up to do my normal workout, do my normal thing, you know, especially those of you who are your drivers and you're going to get it done no matter what, because you, you work out in the morning and that's the schedule. And instead yeah. of like evaluating and modifying, maybe your workout, you just push through. And that's when some of these nagging little injuries happen. Mm -hmm. I, I know for me, my greatest injuries in life have, and I can, I can pinpoint all of them have always come from, I mean, this is when I was like stupid and in my twenties and for the most part, <laughs> motivated um, by I, different things. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't sleep 
that night, you know, probably I was out partying or something. And then I still got up early to go do my thing because it was on the schedule and dang the injuries that I've gotten. And so that's another thing. Are you someone who perpetually gets injured? Well, are you sleeping and allowing your body, those muscles, all that system to heal and restore? Yeah, that's huge. It's huge. There's a, it's kind of a catch 22 because someone who has like, you know, degenerative arthritic changes has been in chronic pain patterns. I mean, there can be so many reasons why people's bodies aches and have pains. Um, and then that is an inflammatory, right? It's a, it's an inflammatory process, which is activating your immune system. And then, you know, you're not getting sleep because why you feel pain and discomfort. And then your immune system isn't set up to you know, help you out at its best because it's chronically being bombarded by this inflammatory pain cycle. So yeah, I mean, those are the folks that uh, it's, it's a challenge to tap into that cycle and help, um, and help calm the system down. But, you know, figuring out ways we talked mm -hmm. about like, okay, so how can we set ourselves up, set our bodies up, set our brains up for, the best kind of sleep, preparing our bodies for sleep. And then we, we go through the sleep cycle. We haven't even talked about like all the monitoring you can do to have your sleep cycles. Like when were you on deep sleep and blah, 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 blah. And analyzing that. I don't even have anything that does that. So, but <laughs> we're not talking about that today either. No. Cause that is like yeah. a whole other level. Yeah. yeah, but we want to help you create some sort of routine so that you can be more successful with your sleep. And yeah. so that is you finding a routine that works well for you to help you wind down before bedtime. And I think the, the, the longer before bed that you can start this process, I think the better. Um, yeah. I know for I think me, a couple and I hour, I've heard so many docs talk about a couple of hours or, you know, the healthcare yeah. gurus, like at least two yeah. hours before start, but start your wind down, start preparing yeah. your body and your brain for like, Hey, this is, this is important to me. And I'm going to start mm -hmm. doing this. And yeah. Yeah. And so there's certain things that can trigger you to say, okay, it's time for me to wind down. Um, I know for me, and I learned this years ago about myself is brushing my teeth. Well, I, I brush my teeth and wash my face. They go together. They mm -hmm. wake me up. Like those two activities make me like, zing, I'm awake. And so I learned years ago, I cannot just brush my teeth and wash my face and go straight to bed. It is not an option for me. And okay. so that is something, you know, that's something that I learned about myself. Like does, I even remember as a kid, probably when I wasn't washing my face, my mom would make sure that I would brush my teeth like right after dinner because I would get so hyper after brushing my teeth. I don't know, something about the, <laughs> the toothpaste and the cold water. I don't know. Oh. It just jazzed me up. And so pay attention. Like, do I get a little wired after I do my teeth brushing, washing face? And if so, okay, maybe that's something that you can pay attention to that. Okay. I'm just going to do it early or yeah. I'm going to do it right. I'm going to do it right after dinner so that I don't snack after dinner. If, if that's exactly. a tempting thing for you. And then that helps, you know, build in that whole, like, okay, you've eaten. And now, now you're going to decide that you're going to be on digestive rest for the next 10, 12 hours. And so brushing your teeth can be another one of those strategies that helps you, you know, okay, I'm mm -hmm. not going to pull the little snacky poo or whatever. So um, yeah, I think that's, that's great in just connecting with yourself and realizing that that energizes you. And that really doesn't prepare you for bed. For me, 
it does not matter. But I don't like washing my face. I do wash my face, but I just, I don't know. There's something at night. It's just a dread, <laughs> but that's I do so it funny. anyway. It's like, that's like my favorite thing the whole day is that oh my washing God. my face at night. That's <laughs> so funny. Um, again, I think about our lifestyles and, you know, the whole, you know, two hours before preparing for bed, like that does not happen at my house because again, we're getting no. home late and, you know, la la la. So you know, there are going to be people listening to this going, yeah, in an ideal world, um, that, but, and that's, we're not telling you this is what you have to, but it's just considerations. Pick, pick where you can set yourself up for better success. You yeah. Know? And yeah, and, like you, you know, guys, we want to tell you, like, there's no perfect way because Jess and I live yeah. in completely different worlds where the two hour wind down is an option in my household. The two hour wind down is not an option. Right. in your household, probably 90% of the time. So we're going to each find our ways yeah. to set ourselves up for success. You know, one thing that I have learned um, is staying off my phone. And again, you talk about anybody who's, you know, a guru and like, here's how, here's the best way to set your body up, you know, stay off your phone the last, whatever it is, hour or two, you know, that whole blue light, whatever it is, no computer mm -hmm. screen time, blah, blah, blah. Um, that helps, you know, your rhythms, you know, to, to settle down for bed. Um, and I would say personally, I mean, I would just have my phone cause I would be doing work while the kids were doing soccer. Uh, but I have, you know, not been on my phone nearly as much, especially like when I get home and that whole wind down time. And that I think for me, that makes a big difference because then my brain is not stimulated by the content and information or the communication that I've had with mm -hmm. people before I go to bed. And we learned in our neurocoaching training, like, you know, the last stuff you put in your brain before you go to bed sits around and processes. It like gives your brain a task to do, or it primes your, your brain to like work on that activity. So it can be either against you or for you. <laughs> so we, yeah. we recommend limiting phone time and you building a boundary around that and then put in good stuff like gratitude before you go to bed, because then your brain focuses on that positive energy and, um, and doesn't drain your energy. Right. Absolutely. The phone thing before bed is definitely a game changer to helping you sleep yeah. better. I know for me, I've got to keep it down. You know, there, there, it was very tempting for me after my kids would go to bed to just be on my phone and it would usually end up in mindless, you know, stuff. Uh, for me, one thing, this was a bad habit I got in, you guys. I was checking my bank account before bed every day. <laughs> that is a bad idea because then I would stew about my financial status yes. and it would stress me out. And then I, and then I go to bed on this stressed state versus what Jess uh -huh. is saying this, what am I grateful for today? Maybe you write it down. Um, maybe you have a journal. Maybe you just say it out loud, but setting like giving yourself something that you're thankful for that day, it just helps you feel calmer, resets your system, doesn't yeah. force you to stew on all the negatives, all the things that didn't add up today. Yeah. And definitely it's gonna help with that. Um, and then one thing that we can do in the morning. And some of you might roll your eyes at this, but getting early morning sunlight. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not saying that you have to go watch the sunrise every morning. So early morning sunrise sunlight is really 
anything before the the sun hits like above I believe it's 30 degrees above the horizon and mm-hmm. so this could be when you're dropping your kids off at at school just getting that early morning light to your eyes um, there's an app that I use it's called D D minder and I love it because it shows it shows what angle the sun is at and it shows you when vitamin D is accessible and stuff like that but It's just a fun little tool. But the reason that this early morning sunlight is important is because it starts that melatonin production. Jess was talking earlier about that hormonal production that's important. Mm -hmm. Well, the melatonin, which we all know, melatonin, we've heard it, is good for sleep. Well, if your hormones can start producing the melatonin early in the morning, then that can prepare that hormonal cycle for the rest of the day. And now that melatonin is going to be ready and available for when you wind down at night. Yeah. Yeah. It's important just again, keeping our, our body's hormone and, and biochemical rhythms and cycles in balance. Right. I hadn't really paid mm-hmm. attention to You were the one who, I don't know, did you, you read it somewhere or heard it on a podcast about this whole sunlight thingy and activating your your eyes and how, you know, we've heard about sun and vitamin D, but I didn't realize like there's the connection between, you know, your eyes being able to be stimulated by way of sun and then how that, that positively influences your body. So, I mean, gosh, it's so fascinating. The things that are all around us naturally, um, that, you know, before society was as complicated and stimulating as it is, we naturally kind of got these rhythms without having to Mm -hmm. think about it. And now, like Trace, you were saying before we got on, I mean, we could stay up 24 seven. There's always something to do. Yeah. I mean, TV and is we on, can, like, you know? And we can create daylight all the time. Yeah. Yes. So our bodies, our bodies don't know that natural rhythm of sun's up, I'm awake, sun's down, I'm asleep. Like, you know, you go to Vegas, the city that never sleeps, there are lights, yeah. there's sensories like that. We can create that in our own environment. So yeah, can you create a different environment for yourself that allows you to wind up in the day and then wind down in the evening? Yeah. And with all that, just having like a different mental and emotional space too. I mean, we talked about our digestive tract and we talked about our immune system, but all of it contributes to us feeling a different way inside of our bodies. And so if you're listening today and you're, you feel like the sleep stuff is kind of somewhere where you might struggle, just pick one thing that we talked about and implement it for a week and just see how you feel because our bodies are magnificent machines. We almost can guarantee you are going to feel better just by changing one thing that enables you to get a different kind of sleep, a different level of sleep. Yeah. So we're not here to overwhelm you. We want you to be successful. And that is what we are all about. And so please like, let us know if you are struggling with the consistency piece, the piecing this all together to make it Mm -hmm. successful for you. It's not just about handing you all this valuable information. It's about empowering you to utilize it well for your health journey. So make sure to connect with us. Everything will be in the show notes below. And this is what we do. We want to keep you consistent and successful. Okay. What are you loving this week? Um, Okay. So the things that we say that we love are, they all bless our health in some way, shape or form, whether that's like physically or like mentally, 
like keeping our head on straight or emotionally like being in a a a, a controlled response space versus a reactive space stressed out frazzled space or even spiritually like like in our inner core like just being at peace um, and so the thing that I love today that I'm loving and I love it every dang time it happens. Um, and I was doing this today before Trace and I got on for this podcast is I clean my freaking kitchen island. And you guys, I mean, they do say about like your environment um, influences the, your, your energy, like, you know, how it stimulates your brain and whether you're at calm and peace or whether everything's just like distracting and stressing. Um, and so I've learned last week, the ladies came to clean. And when I looked at the Island, I just took like a big, deep breath and sigh and let it all out. And I felt so calm and just, I, and then I felt stimulated in a, in a great way. And I realized, you know what, this Island space is really important for me in my household so my strategy is keeping my freaking island clean oh, now so good it's we the all, vortex dude and everything gets we all there. i was like, just gonna oh. say we all have we all have that spot in our house that things gravitate towards minus my kitchen table sadly yeah <laughs> so i but i totally understand i love that okay I'm, I'm going to keep watching your kitchen island as we zoom and see if it stays cleared. We'll see what happens. Oh my God. As soon as the kids come home, it's exploded, but that's okay. Yep. Hey, for a couple hours, you have peace. It's not about perfection, that. folks. Health is not about perfection. Yep. Okay. I want to tell you about something that I have discovered. It's this new laundry detergent and mm. it is a company called Earth Breeze and they are all about environments and less waste. And that's, that's kind of how I came about them. Like they're all about like sustainability and less waste. And, um, you know, the big honking plastic laundry jug, they're not getting recycled. Okay. We're lying to ourselves. Yeah. If we think that we are, there are, they're not getting recycled. Um, they're mostly water. And so it's really this big, massive waste. And so yeah. I tried this brand and these, it's this concentrated soap that it, they literally look like a dryer sheet. And of course my kids had to test it because they were like, mommy, it's a dryer sheet. Um, but we tested it and it's soap and it subsidies everything. And okay. so this little dryer sheet looking thing, it's super con concentrated and it's gotten my laundry clean. Um, it smells good. And my washing machine doesn't smell as funky. And here's how this matters to my health. My kids can't lift the big plastic jug <laughs> or, or they make a massive mess spilling soap. And during COVID, my children learned about laundry. We learned a lot of life skills. And so now my boys toss in this little dryer sheet soap thing. They take care of their own laundry. Even this morning before school, I said, hey, if you want clean clothes tomorrow, make sure you get your laundry started and they pop this thing in. And so it has kept the peace of my house, um, the mess wow. down of soap and they're empowered. So, and I love it. You know, it's it. doing something good for the environment and it's empowering my kids and keeping my sanity of less laundry. Because oh, yeah. you all know See? laundry is one of my nemesis's. See, all, all level health right here. This is what we're talking today. <laughs> I love yep. it. I'm going to have to try that. Um, yeah, I've been really happy with it and it's a very affordable too. So, um, oh, yeah. what would that be like something affordable and effective? Huh? Uh -huh. That's amazing. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> all right guys all right, well guys. thank you so much for joining us this week make sure to tune in next week and make sure to check the show notes we have so many exciting things so many unique custom coaching for you for your health for your sustainability because we know that your body is unique yep that's right happy sleeping everyone all right <laughs> yeah bye thank you for joining us today on another episode of limitless health our hearts are to provide you with realistic relevant and simplistic solutions for sustainable success in honoring your body and health, even when your schedule's packed and life feels crazy. Our desire is to shift your belief towards the possibility of your limitless health, whatever that looks like in any season. But what really gets us excited is connecting in real life and learning how we can support your unique health journey. So head on over to our Facebook community, Hardwired for Health, where we will continue the conversation online. And of course, we would be so grateful if you tagged us on social media, wrote a review, or shared this with a friend. Here's to you discovering your limitless health.